Mic check was good in the AM. Back on another Monday. I got something for you guys though. Something a little sweet. Hold on. I am so tired of this, this job, but it, it is always easy coming back on Monday, you know, like, like always by Friday, like I'm just done, I'm just burnt out, then come back Monday and I'm all good, let me play this for you guys and then I got a dream to tell you about. like a, a snippet of it I'm gonna keep messing with it but I really like the energy the vibe I already wrote to it I got real to it and I'm gonna do a hard part to it That's it. Um, like I said, it's. I made that. I man, I don't know if I have a concussion. I got KO'd the other day. I had a boxing match on Sunday, and I got knocked out in the second round. Uh, and I had like a really bad headache that day. Somewhat the next day or yesterday, that was Super Bowl. And then today I feel fine, but I made that while with the concussion. I was inspired by this song called Cold, and, uh, and yeah, like, I just had, like, a, like, I just knew, you know, that something was gonna be able to come out, and then I messed with some sounds, uh, somewhere actually from, uh, from the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, uh, sounds pack, or whatever, and I just messed with them, put some like effects on them, put some resonance on it, and then, yeah, got, like, that really cool, like, dreamy sound, and I know that's what I had to go with, anyways, then I made that, and then I found the girl's vocal, I was actually looking for just, like, a, a simple vocal, but then I found, like, that whole thing, and I was like, oh, that's perfect, like, it just sounds so good, like, I didn't even touch it, I didn't edit it, I just slapped it on, and it fit exactly how I wanted it to. Except for I did add like a little bit of a, like, a, uh, like, like I, I took a snippet of her voice just to, um, just for the, for the drop, or not the drop, but like the beat when the drums kicking. But and then I wrote to it. I wrote real. But I, I also want to write hard to it because I feel like, I feel like it'd just be a missed opportunity if I like almost how. 
there's this unreleased song by Logic, uh, where he starts off, it's like, started from the bottom, I think it's called, or from the bottom, but, I mean, he just goes hard, and then at the end, he, he starts, he gets real, and he starts talking about, like, he's like, TMZ, make me want to kill myself, something, something, make me want to kill myself, live life, something, something. And I'm still myself. But anyways, let me tell you about my dream real quick because I'm on my way to work and I might not be able to get it in. So it was crazy interesting. So basically, I I go to school and I remember I was in the uh, the cafeteria like of uh, Marquette Catholic High School. Like I was in that cafeteria by the doorway entry. And I was walking away from the windows toward the inside. And I turned around. And it's like empty and it's dark um, outside. So it's like after hours. And there's like just like a few people there. And I guess like we all got some type of message to go up to the roof. And so like I, I'm talking to these people and they're like, oh yeah, we got it too. And it's almost like a saw situation. But I'll explain that. So we all get this message to go up to the roof. So then we just go all the way up the stairs. Uh, all the way up. Like it's just like a straight shot. Which isn't representative of, of the way the school is set up. But but it was in this dream. It was uh, just up the stairs and boom, you're at the roof. So I'm at the roof and... Um, And then we get this, uh, this, like, codex. Like, we get this, or I don't know what a codex is, but we get, like, this, uh, paper of codes. Or it seems like it, like, real, like, cryptic messages. Like, it's just, like, four red, five blue. And, or, like, I don't know, like, seven apples or something. Weird stuff like that. And we're all on the roof together, and I remember, oh, this is important too, I was with Claudia, my ex-girlfriend, and we get up on the roof, and, and it's like slanted, it's this small little, it's this small little space, and it's slanted, so, uh, I'm not against cops, but I didn't say that to be like that, it was just, there was a cop parked, and I was, I had, I was talking to my, to the, um, recording and I just always get nervous because I got pulled over one day and it was it was bad. I mean it wasn't bad like it was smooth but I was just speeding but it was I don't know it's just like ever since then like now I'm always like trigger on the uh, on the brake especially driving red cars. But yeah so. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go all the way up. And, like, for some reason, it's, like, a dip. Like, there's, like, a little ditch almost. Not all the way to the floor, but... Oh, and this is in the roof. So you open the door, and there's almost, like, a little ditch. And then you got to climb up onto, like, this, uh, this slant that goes at, like, a 45-degree angle. But it has, like, ropes on it. 
and the like the roof shingle things, but it's like all red and made out of metal. So we get up on there, and um, everybody kind of like smoothly goes, and then me and Claudia is like we stumble. Like Claudia, Claudia comes up and she helps me out. Like I'm in, I'm in the ditch, and she's above me. And she's already on the uh, roof, so she comes to help me up. And then as soon as she helps me up, we both slip. And then she's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, hold on. Because she's about to fall off the roof. And I remember thinking, like, oh, shoot. Like, she might fall. But anyway, but I got her, like, last second. Like, I, I held on. And I heard, like, maybe, like, her toe was, like, sticking off the roof. Uh, and then... And then we, uh, yeah, then we get, like, this little codex thing. And we're, we're, like, looking out over the city. Like, it's a city. It's a flat city. It's not Alton, you know. Because Alton's on this hill. And there's, uh, the river over to the side. So it's not Alton. It's a flat city, almost like a, you could probably imagine, like, a suburb in, Kentucky, like almost like a little country and, and spread out almost. So so yeah, so there's that and then And then we're looking out, and, and we think that it has to do with the houses. Like, we're looking at these colors, and we're like, maybe it has to, maybe it's the homes. But then we see, like, we see, like, someone watching us down on the uh, floor, like, over. Like, we look right, and uh, there's someone just, like, in the field of the school just like looking at us from the grass so we look down and then we we go in inside the school like run down the stairs and we're just looking for this guy like we're just running and uh and then we get down there and he's gone and it was like scary so we're like all right well let's just you know because it, it it says it's like we're not supposed to leave, I don't think. But I think somehow we left anyway. And then I remember I was in bed next. Like, in, next scene I was in bed. And then I was hearing this... I was hearing this, like... Like, scratches on my chair. And it was this green chair that I used to have... Oh, actually, no, it is still there. But it's this green chair. And I hear rustling, like, little rustling. And then I realize there's a cat. There's a cat in here. And so then I'm looking for this cat, and, and I, like, open up this little pocket of my blanket. And then the cat jumps in, and then I see it, and it's my old cat, Priya. And, uh, and then it hits me. The, the like, 
like it was like five red or like the all the all the things that were on it it would make you make sounds that would attract the cat and I realized that like I brought that up and then everybody was like so he went through all this just to find a place for this cat for this cat to uh, to be at yeah, yeah, but I mean, I just thought it was interesting. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I do kind of feel like there was something there, you know? Like, sounds, and then, like, uh. Like, it makes sense. It's like. That's the code. Like, things that would attract certain. Like, an animal. But I don't know. I don't have any like uh, anything past that. I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about it, and I was like, man, I gotta get this, get this uh, recorded. You know, I gotta get this out of my head there, so I can like analyze it. Even though I have all my dreams recorded, well, I don't, not all of them, but. A lot of my dreams, like, as soon as I wake up, I'll go to my phone, open up a recording, and then record it. And I never really do... There was maybe, like, twice where I went back and I listened through it. But I did feel like whenever I listened through it, it was, like, a remarkable thing. Like, I did learn something, I feel. Like, something, like, made sense to me. I was like, oh, yeah. Because that was kind of going on. I don't really know what was going on or whatever. But I guess I could see it. But then again, it's like, maybe you can make meaning from anything, you know? Like, I heard this thing. Uh, I was listening to Jordan Peterson and uh, Sam Harris. Because I myself am really interested in, in, like, stories and archetypes and what it does for us. And what does it, what does it mean, you know? And then also, because I'm reading through the Old Testament... I'm seeing, like, all these, like, things that seem, like, brilliant, you know, it's, like, and, and it makes me wonder, it's, like, well, how could anyone just, like, come up with these things or, like, figure these things out and it be so accurate, but then I had to answer for this because I heard Sam Harris in one of his books, uh, I don't know if it's called, like, the, the Death of God or whatever it's called, Whatever the book is. He goes through, uh... He goes to a library and just picks a random book at chance. And it was a cookbook. And it was a recipe for lobster crab cakes or something like that. And he said, like, he made a good... Uh, religious, like, message. Like, a, a good, meaningful message just using the the recipe and so I was I thought I was like oh yeah I mean, you know, maybe there isn't anything you know I don't know like what separates the bible from that you know besides it's lasted centuries or whatever or maybe not even the bible but like oh shoot even something as simple as a uh, 
Confucius or, or poetry, like what? Or like Shakespeare, it's like what? What makes Shakespeare so brilliant? You know? But um, I still got a few more minutes. I don't know. I don't know what to do with uh, things sometimes. Back on the thought of my job, I was thinking about because I am thinking about switching. But then the issue is I have this other job. Speaking on, let me check the distance. I have this other job, and. Uh, still could make it. I have this other job and it's a uh, wedding venue job. And the timing of it works out perfectly so that whenever this job ends, I have 30 minutes until I have to start the other job. So for me, that's kind of like a, I don't know, and, and because for me it is a responsibility that I feel I owe it to them. Like a, in a way, it's like I just, I don't know. It's like I don't owe anybody anything, really. Well, maybe not them. Then again, maybe I do. Like, it was my first job. But it's not like I... I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't need the job, you know? I feel like a certain level of responsibility. Like, these are my people. I've been with them for so long, and I gotta... You know, help them because they are struggling. Stuff like that. But same with this job here, you know, and I, I want to leave. I want to get out as fast as I can. But it's like, man, it's like we just lost two people. It's not it's just me and, and this other guy. Basically, it's like, man, it's looking rough. But, um, all right, well, I got to get, I got to get in there, so. Oh, but here's what I was saying. But then it's, it's also good, too, because it's, like, it's, like, one of the biggest things that's helped me grow is being able to listen to podcasts all day at work. Whatever content I so please, and oftentimes it tends to be, like, which well, has been really good for me. Like, I, I've been able to really dive into ideas that I, I, I'm not sure I would have even been exposed to if I didn't have all this, um, if I didn't have eight hours a day with headphones in my ears, which might not be healthy, but, anyways, but I gotta, I gotta cut it, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave, bye. What up, cousins? I'm 
the way uh, home from the job. A little bit of out green. So, I was, uh, first of all, I had two interesting things. So, one of the benefits of, uh, one of the huge benefits of practicing some level of meditation, I don't really do meditation, but, um, I recognize it just because I have, like, just in in breathing, uh, focusing on breath. Just, like, I don't know, just, like, small stuff that I've done from, like, what Sam Harris says. One thing that I do realize as a benefit is it just makes you more aware of yourself. And uh, I can't really explain why, because I don't know. But it helps you acknowledge whenever a thought pops in your head. And that's really useful because one thing that I realize, or have been realizing of late, is that, like, I have daydreams all the time. And... Sometimes, like, you just have them, you don't really notice them. But, like, one thing that I've been noticing is that it perfectly represents, like, the, uh, the context and the, uh, emotion behind a thought or, like, a feeling, like, I mean, if you know, if you know anything, it's like, I mean, not if you know anything, because, like, people aren't dumb, but, like, if you think about language, it's, uh, well, it's beautiful because of its limitations, in my opinion, I, I, I think it's gorgeous, because it makes you think and, and understand, like, it makes it really romantic. That's what I like about it. I like the challenge of trying to figure people out. But um, I forgot what people are telling me and where it's coming from. So, uh, but it's exactly that. Like, it's limited in that way. And that limitation is that you don't get the story of what someone is saying all the time. You don't get the whole culture around it. The idea, the feeling, the emotions that come with it, the experiences from their life. And not only that, but like even in yourself, and this is what I've been realizing is that so many thoughts have a movie with it in my head. And that movie like perfectly describes how I feel. Like and the first time I really like noticed this is I noticed I was thinking about something, and like I said, I've not talked about this before. I don't remember what I was thinking about, but the image that popped in my head was this woman strangling me. And I remember thinking, like, that is exactly what this thought is, or, like, what this whole feeling in this is. 
like it's very like combative and and I don't know like emotional because the woman wasn't emotional she was like a brute but I was kind of like emotional like I was more feminine than she was um yeah like perfect representations of that and I've been paying attention you know more and like I just said that's why meditation is useful that's why I brought it up to lead into this but one thing I noticed though well I'm starting to like really try and pay attention to that the same way that like you focus on your dreams you pay attention to your thoughts just like you acknowledge them more your ideas one thing I, I was getting really good at was recognizing my ideas a while back um and giving attention to that but uh driving on um the New Hallsford it's intense highway 67 oh it's not 67 that's uh Oh, 170. But, um... Yeah, what was I trying to say? Um... Oh, yeah, but I had this... Vision, like... This morning... And it was, I think it was my mom or like a younger, like youthful version of her. And she was bleeding from her mouth. And I was drinking the blood. I have no idea what that is. Anyway, besides that, um, I was thinking about this today too. I was thinking about my, some people in my personal life. And one person is, like, highly, highly... Like, they're always watching a political video or commentary. And they're very distracted by their phone. And they, they hardly listen. Like, they they don't... They don't, uh... They don't really listen to what you're saying. Like, they'll, you'll be talking and you can see it in their eyes. It's just kind of, like, days off. You're off into the distance. Um, and it's really weird, like, they almost seem like a incomplete human being, or it's like, they seem like, like this, I don't want to say shallow, but they seem like this, like there's this wall of sensitivity, it's like they, there, and the, the image that's coming to my head is just like hellfire, like a force field of like hell, and uh, it's rage, it's, it's this wall of rage, it's like if you try to poke at them, they just immediately jump to anger, and it, it seems like a form of protection, like, so that they don't have to go any deeper than they have to, I guess. 
it's really like bizarre, you know, and I can't, they're impossible to reach, like, and they're impossible to get to. So that's, you know, I don't know. But then, uh, I don't know, man, that's what I see. What else do I see? Uh, well, I was thinking about that, and I realized it's like they're possessed. Because I keep trying to, like, figure it out. And I finally feel like I grasped it. It's like they're possessed with anger. They're possessed and they get mad at people they don't even know. It's like that's all they they consume this uh, this political commentary, all this judgment, all this shallow interpretations on people. This practice of turning people into uh, into uh, images of whatever idea, symbols of, of idiot, of, whatever that word I say, idiot, idiocy. I don't know. But it's like, I mean, here's a perfect example. It's like you take. Barack Obama and all the political cartoons would just draw these big ears with this stupid smiling face. And it's like, it's like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's no way to look at a human being. And look what they did to Donald Trump. They made him like this, uh, this troll looking character that was hunched over with these tiny hands detail that barely matters they dehumanize people make them these images of buffoons and then we look at it and we consume it we become obsessed with it we're possessed and we're pawns we're toys we have no control over ourselves yeah it's like if we're not careful, you know, if we, that will consume us and we will pay for it. You know, we will, like, it will be hell. When you face death and you look back and you realize all that time that you just wasted. All the regret, all the resentment that you hold. The frustration, anger politics it's just like imagine looking back at your life and just seeing years and years thrown away like that is hell you know that's not like that that's what I'm afraid of that's what I'm terrified of I'm terrified of that terrified to go through life and not live it to the extent that I can. I was really interested watching the Super Bowl and just like it was so beautiful. I was looking at this man, I forgot his name, but he was on the Blues team and he was crying. 
Like, he was just like, man, this is everything like, I ever wanted. And I know, like, he's going to wake up the next day. Like, he'll be happy, but he's going to wake up the next day and he'll be, uh... He'll be like, okay, what's next, you know? But, I mean, it's like, look at what he conquered and accomplished. It's like, wow, you know? All his life. Well, maybe not all, but once he started sports, like, that was the beginning of his journey. And look at how far he came. He got through the Super Bowl and he won. Got a ring for it. He has a family. It's beautiful. And, um, I don't know, man. It's like, there's something to that. It's like, I don't know. And I don't know why I bring that up. I forget. But what pops in my head now is, um, it's, there, there's, you know, because in a way, like, he's possessed too, right? So it's like, not all possession is bad. It's like, who should you, what would, what would not be possessed? It's like, what, it's like, what am I possessed by, you know? But I guess, being conscious, a conscientious, I don't know the vocabulary, but being aware would be the, uh, would be the, uh, control of that, but possessed by this drive, you know, to, uh, So you go achieve, man. Why I keep seeing cops everywhere. They keep looking at me, and I have to drop down my freaking speaker from my face. But um, yeah, like what? Are, like, that's possession, too, isn't it? It's like you're possessed with this game. That's healthy. Why is that? Because it's just... It's finding your limits, I guess. Like, you don't really find your limits... In social media. You're never exposed to... Trials and tribulations... You don't confront your weaknesses. So maybe that's the devil. The one that confuses you. To think that you're being productive. While you're just growing fat and lazy. And you're judgmental. I've never met more humble people than... Than people that work out and, uh, like, really work on themselves. Now, I've met, I've met people that work out who are still kind of weird, but, um, yeah, humbleness, I find, comes from that practice of, uh, sport, you know? Like, I really see that, you know? I met this guy today. I mean, I didn't meet him, but, like, I, I actually looked him in the eyes and had a conversation with him today. What I noticed is like uh, what I saw in him. What I always saw in him. It's like you can tell someone's character, you know, and I, 
that's kind of weird, you know, that you can do that, but you can do that. Just the way they talk, act, and, and walk. Like, he walks confidently, and he's comfortable with himself, you can tell. And your initial thought would go, oh, Jacques, dick, you know? Like, that's, that's your insecurity. That's your projection of what you're insecure about. What you feel like you need to work on. And you talk to him, and you're like, oh, this is the coolest dude in the world. Most humble guy in the world. Relaxed guy in the world. Like, real chill, real good. You know, just, just goodness. So, yeah, you look at that, and you're like, man, beautiful. Beauty. Um, that's what I see. This brain. So... I don't know, so just from personal experience, like, yeah, that's just what I see in people, and also from myself, it's like, the more humble I get, the better I feel about myself, is the more that I stop judging people, but, the, but you know, how I get there is by realizing my limits, and, and I don't know, it just gives me, like, a lot more respect for people, for people in general, um... good thing because there's also fake humbleness like I've seen that too oh I'm gonna cut it I'm gonna hold somebody uh, grab somebody eat real quick and then um, head to the house to clean up so I will see you later bye